This is the voice of Mahatreya. Welcome to discover a new you. Wishing you most and more. So there's a question that I already read. How to ensure that children don't indulge on computer games. Um, they're indulging too much on computer games and how do we control that? First by you controlling the amount of sports that you watch in television. Though logically you can say, just because I am doing it doesn't mean they can do it. Logically you are right. Every parent's argument is that at my age I can do whatever I want. But always remember, children follow much more what they see than what they hear. The number of nerves that run from the eyes to the brain are much, much greater than the number of nerves that runs from the ears to the brain. Much more than everything you advise your children. They will emulate the way you live your life, whether you like it or not. Your parents have never taken care of their health and for you even today it must be a struggle to self-motivate yourself. No, because you have never seen that happen. Children learn much more by what they see than what they hear. Call it a sacrifice if you have to, but for the sake of our children, whatever you expect from them, you need to first expect from yourself. Mahatma Gandhi so beautifully said when he said, become the change you wish to see. So it has to start from you. It's such an important communication from Krishna to Arjuna. When Arjuna is raised, a lot of, lot of ways Krishna is trying to motivate Arjuna to fight this war. And one of the things that he tells Arjuna is this. Desires stem only from two sources. Either you want to give away what you have or you want to have what you don't have. There are only two sources to desires. Wanting to give what I have or wanting to have what I don't have. And all actions of a human being prompted by desire comes from these two reasons. Wanting to lose what I have or to gain what I don't have. And then Krishna tells Arjuna, There is nothing I can gain, Arjuna. Because nothing can be added to me, I am already everything. And nothing can be taken away from me. Because to take away from me, you will have to put it somewhere else. There is no somewhere else because I am everywhere. So nothing can be added to me, nothing can be removed from me. I am absolute, I am whole, Purna Midam. And when there is nothing to desire, there is no need to act, which means right now I should not be working. Yet you know why I am working as your charity or as your driver right now I am working. You know why I am working? Because if I don't work, the world will say, Krishna himself is not working, why should I work? And they will stop. But right now you know what is the context? If even Krishna is working, how can we not work? Similarly, Krishna tells Arjuna, similarly, if you stop fighting for dharma, if you stop fighting for what is right,
You know what all the other Kshatriyas will say? When Arjuna himself, the greatest among all Kshatriyas, is not ready to stand for what is right, why should we all fight? And if all Kshatriyas stop protecting what is right, can you think about the sort of value degradation that will happen to the world? Nobody protecting righteousness, what will happen to the world? And saying this, Krishna concludes, if not for your sake, for the sake of Dharma, for the sake that righteousness should prevail, and for the sake that your life should inspire all the Kshatriyas to stand and fight for what is right, fight Arjuna, fight. The entire essence of what Krishna said is this. People will follow your examples, not your advice. No matter how much you scream in advice, eventually people will follow your examples and not your advice. If we only have more and more leaders who walk their talk, who practice what they preach. If only we have more and more where the teacher and the teaching cannot be separated from one another. If the message and the messenger is one and the same, you know what sort of a world we will have? And where does it all start? At home. And where does it start at home? In parenting. Every expectation that you have from your children, Right from expecting them excellence, hard work, discipline, cleanliness, respect, expressiveness, spiritual practices, learning to respect teachers. If you as parents, for whatever reason, in fact one of the dreaded things I hear from parents is, we are paying so much fees. So why can't the school do this? Why can't... In presence of children, when you keep on saying this, you are not realizing, you are putting into the heads of your children, education is a transaction. And as long as... children keep seeing education as a transaction, they are not going to progress. Nobody can consider himself studious when they see education as a transaction. And from where have we picked up this habit? Why are you looking at what others are receiving? Why are you not focusing on what are you getting? The doctor charges so much. Stupid! The doctor charges so much and in return he saves your father's life and gives your father back to you. The beauty parlor, they are charging so much. Because they charge so much, at least for the next one day, you feel beautiful about yourself. They improve your self-image. Government is charging so much in taxes. And that is why you have all the subsidy. From where did the roads come? From where is the water getting channelized to your home? How are you getting your subsidized electricity? What about the police forces? What about the armed forces? 
to protect the country, to protect law and order. For all that, where is the money? In fact, when we start shifting from what all we are getting, rather than looking at what others are getting, the way we look at life will change. Is there any way to equate the growth and development that happens through education? What happened to you during your days and what is happening to your children right now? Is there any way you can equate that with money? My point is, if you have to reform the education system, that's a separate subject. Here I'm talking about reformation of our thought process. We want our children to be honest. And we are the first one to tell our children, please lie to that uncle or give them a fake lead letter to be given to the school. People will follow your example, not your advice. People will follow not what they hear, what they see. One of the primary responsibilities in parenting is not what you provide for your children, but being a worthy role model that they can emulate. Every expectation that you have from your children. Utilize this as an opportunity to lift yourself several notches in your life. Two. You cannot get anybody to give up. Because any give up is done so reluctantly, they only give up to take it up again. Anything. Not just computer video games. Cigarette. Junk food. Endless indulgence with gadgets. Speaking bad words. Filthy language. Anything wrong about a person, anything that's not okay, not just in personal life, even if you're building an organization, professionally, you want to bring about a shift in the organization, and you feel this negativity must be removed, so you are trying to inspire everybody, saying you need to give this up, won't happen. When you pluck the fruit before it ripens from the plant, it will bleed milk. And that's exactly what happens with people. Anything they try to unwillingly give up, there is psychological bleeding in them and in order to heal themselves, they take it up again. There's only one way to achieve give up. Inspire them to go up. Give them something more exciting. One day when he embraces health, one day when he wants to have that level of stamina and fitness, this wrong diet or junking or some habits that will inhibit his health. When you teach your children the power of words, the power of communication, the power of human voice and what can be achieved with human voice through communication, through empowerment, when they start taking part in all these things and they see the power of debating, oratory skills, you will automatically find a sense of beauty comes into their language, into their vocabulary. Right now, 
children who are indulging in endless digital games and we keep telling them give up give they don't have anything more exciting start playing competitive sports with them start interacting with them on things that they are interested in get them super excited about something else super excited about something else which starts warranting their time haven't you all gone through this when you want to wake up for your own exercise and you have set up the wake up call for 6 o'clock i'm choosing a very decent time huh? when you chest up the wake up call at 6 o'clock and you snooze it so many times you find it difficult to wake up and yet your best friend is coming by early morning 6 o'clock flight and you have to be there in the airport and hence you have to wake up by 5 o'clock has it not happened the three or four times in the night you woke up just to check whether you missed the alarm or not apne aap ho jata hai when the fruit ripens it will fall by itself as long as you can inspire people to go up give up happens by itself you don't have to do anything about it it happens on its own accord so find out where all you can cultivate passionate interest in your children and you'll be amazed to see how when something else needs their time they will not have time i'll put it this way make them busy doing what is right they will no more have the time to do what is in right <laughs>